Hello and welcome back to the Casual Fan, episode 6. And today is a very special day here at the Casual Fan because we have our first guest, Tony. Say hi. How's it going? Not too bad. It's a very special day. How you feel? Delighted to be on. Thank you yeah. for having me. No. Look back in the years to come when we have McGregor, Coach Kavanagh, all the stars lost start with you. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw you over to Shane here to give you the socials because I haven't a clue and I always forget how to plug them. So go on. Go on. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Dave. Great to have you on, Tony. So yeah, you can follow us on Instagram. That's where... We've been throwing up a few kind of stories now, but we must get better at putting up a few posts, as Tony's been reminding us. But it's at the casual fan underscore pod is where you find us on Instagram. And that's where you'd see when we're uploading next. So on today's episode, we'll be speaking to Tony, who's actually had one MMA fight, about like the, the process that was in it, what went into it, how did he feel beforehand, what experience did he have before it, and how has it changed him as a person. And for anyone who's interested in actually maybe going into MMA, we talk about what it actually entails. So firstly, it's Tony, not Anthony, is it? You yeah, have, you Tony. Have, you yeah, haven't pulled an, an Anthony Bellew. It's no, Anthony. No, it's, it's Anthony, Anthony now, mate. It's Anthony. It's Anthony. No, yeah. So how did you first get into MMA and what made you first want to actually train and, and compete? I um, suppose going back, you know, as, as Irish guys growing up, we always, boxing is a, is a major thing going back Definitely, in Ireland, yeah. you know. We've had Bernard Dunn, Katie Taylor growing up, to the 08 Olympics where they all won the bronze medals and Kenny Egan winning the silver medal, so... It's always been kind of in the back of my head. I've always been watching it since a young fella. Ricky Hatton was a huge, a huge um, idol of mine. I remember when he got knocked out by Manny Pacquiao <laughs> as, as a young fella, I've been <laughs> devastated when he, when he got knocked out. But he was um, done that stage, wasn't he? He was he was over the hill. He was over the hill. But um, yeah, and then like I, I've I've played all sports under the sun growing up, um, and it was kind of went through a, a rough period there one year. And then need needed something to get out, get back into um, get get back focused and get back get my life back on track really. And um, uh, being being a fan of MMA and and boxing, I said, look, why not give it a go? What 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 have you got to lose? Um, so I did. I I joined SBG out in Blackpool. Um, on a it was a eight week, eight week course in MMA, getting get into MMA course. Um, so I joined up that and. Yeah, the rest is history, I suppose. Still, still, still training till today. Yeah, that's the thing. As you were saying there, like I think a lot of people who get M- into MMA are trying to find something, like are trying to get their life back on track, are trying to find a new Definitely. outlet for something. Definitely. Yeah. So it is a great sport to get into for anyone that's feeling like that, like. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And it gives you like now, obviously, me and Shane haven't competed, but we've trained a small bit in it, and it yeah. gives you a new confidence and a new like perspective almost. It gives it gives you focus more than anything. I feel like is in the one thing like it's like they say when you're taking a cold shower for your you know they say that helps with your mental health but like because you, you can't focus on anything else other than having that cold shower it's the same when there's a, a guy on top of you pounding <laughs> yeah. you you can't focus on anything <laughs> else other than getting this guy off you you know so it's um it's it's definitely helped me 100 percent. and and not only like would help your physical health and mental health, like but literally e- every day of life i think like a hard work day yeah, it it eases you after that, and you're almost more clear the next yeah, day. You know, yeah, yeah, definitely. You'd be tired. You'd be wrecked. You'd, you sleep. You sleep brilliantly like afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, to be fair, I, I was massively able to shave for a training session. Early. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. that's the thing. Like, is in you realize that, like, you know, when you say we say you go into a boxing gym, you realize you're not made of glass. You realize you can take a take a hit, and you're actually stronger than, than you are. You know. So um, I think it's almost like a level ground. I think like people either think, "Oh, I'm made of glass," 
and the other side people think they're indestructible yeah, yeah. and either way you're going to find out quick that's not the case <laughs> very, very fast very yeah. fast you're going to find that that's yeah. not the case you know yeah. had exactly. it been something that before you were saying like going back to the OA Olympics like that's a long time ago now <laughs> had it been something that you would have flirted with starting beforehand you know like you started what about three four years ago now uh, three years ago now yeah. yeah had you thought about it you know a yeah. while before then was there a period of will I won't I will I won't I or did you just go straight in yeah always really um it was just that fear of you know you hear stories of chronic boxing gyms that you go in and they tr- chuck you in with the the up-and-coming young fella and <laughs> yeah, they the kick the living daylights out of you but um that was that was the f- that was the only fear that i really had um when when it came to that point whereas i I needed something else to do because I tried every sport and it wasn't wasn't doing any good for me um i said look what have you got to lose even if you are thrown in and it is a bad situation, which it wasn't. SBG, I couldn't, I couldn't like give them any more praise because they've been. It's it's a family out there, um. But you know, you got nothing else to lose. So if 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 it goes well, it goes well. If it goes bad, you don't have to go again, man. Yeah, yeah, that's something that uh, I found, and I say Dave would probably say something similar to the few classes we go in. You know, you might be actually expecting a, a tense atmosphere, but probably compared to other sports I've done, the coaches are very welcoming, like, and they're very. Yeah to give you a big hand with everything like they kind of want to see people yeah, yeah. do well they're, like they're they're very like majority of coaches that i've come across they've been they've been extremely open to all sorts of people like you know you you, you might go into a rugby setting and they're very aggressive and they're like oh you have to make big hits you have to do this like every coach that i've come across has been you, you go at your own pace and you, you set your own standard so i think michael bisping touched on that as well it's because like these instructors and these gym owners and coaches like they know that they're just securing themselves because they're not trying to like big time you know, like they they know they know what the skills they have and there's no need for them to act tough guy because they are actually tough guys you know what I mean yeah. so there's no <laughs> need, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, no exactly. need to pretend you are exactly yeah, yeah um as you were saying there though like I think those courses are definitely good like because you go to an eight week course as you were saying you're not going to go in against the next like uh-huh. up and coming guy like well, hopefully and like <laughs> that, that course you did those eight weeks and you had to fight at the end of it was there anything like possibly thinking wow that that's quick because yeah, I know yeah. myself I would think wow that's a quick turnaround to be going to from from nothing now you were obviously fit already from other sports it's not mm-hmm. like you were starting you know from zero work at all from eight weeks to like just starting out to fighting was that ever a thought that entered your mind yeah um, like was your mind bulletproof <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely not <laughs> but um, no like it, it, it wasn't the initial initial plan wasn't to go in and compete um, I I was just going in to to train to try something new, and I think it was about a week and a half into it. Like I I, f- I fell in love with it, and they offered me. They had the Winter Warrior season three, I think it was, um, and they were looking to put together an undercard for it. Um, so they came they came to a lot of a lot of people who were doing that course, and a lot a lot of other people who wouldn't necessarily compete and be like, "Do you want to compete on it?" And I said, "Look, in for a penny, in for a pound, might as well." <laughs> so. Yeah, it's funny that you say that. They came, oh, they came to me a week and a half. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a long period of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but look. And what was the, what weight was the fight at? Uh, seventy kg, so lightweight. One fifty five, so one fifty five pounds. Yeah, seventy point three kg. And what were you when you got north of the fight? What was you? I was I was a smaller boy back then. I was walking around about seventy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about seventy four, seventy three, seventy four. So I had to cut a small bit of weight, but. Did you cut that water, or did you? Yeah, like it was all water. Basically. Was it about about ten pound, ten eleven pounds? Was it? Uh, yeah, water? roughly. 
Yeah, roughly. Now, like, like Tully, you, you've known me. Like, when I when I put my mind to something, it's it's a hundred percent in. Um, yeah. So like, I was dieting. I was I went off. Like d- as soon as I found out, I went dieting. I went gym. I was going training twice a day. I was. Uh, the weight cr- almost came off naturally. Naturally, though. like yeah. I think I just it was barely and I just not drink the ni- or not drink or eat the night before and yeah. next morning woke up and on yeah, the scales. That's what I know already. Like. <laughs> <laughs> and talk about the day of the fight. What was the nerves like and what was the actual experience? Yourself like. I describe it as the best day of my life and the most scary day of my life wow. as well, all wrapped in one. Um, got got there early. It was in you know the Glen GA. Got there early. That many, that many hits back there from Hurley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're n- normally getting hit with a Hurley yeah. rather than a boxing glove. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure they used to do something because I, I, every time I broke my thumb three times against them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slap it down with yeah, your thumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, but we got there early because we had to do the whole medical check beforehand to make sure you you were all right from the wake up before. There was no fear of me and the guy was fighting. What was that? Kind of like a hydration thing? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Just and then just check like. So they they're they're gonna check you beforehand and check you afterwards to make sure that you didn't sustain any Big differences, injury. major differences, yeah. before, you know, after the fight. But um, got there early, saw them put together the other the old grandstand, and then it starts to become when you see the cage, it's it's real. Then you know it's mm. it hits, and you're like, oh, this is actually I'm climbing in there against someone else. Um, but yeah, it was very very nerve wracking. Um, people started coming in. And then you're, it's just you behind getting your hands wrapped, getting s- warmed up, and uh, yeah. And did you know the guy you were fighting? Like, did you, did you, did you like, like you won the fight? We, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll spoil it. Did you know you had, okay, I have to measure this guy? Or was there thoughts of, oh, he. Like, no, because he, he, I'll be honest, he disappeared for a while. He, like, he went training, he was a jiu-jitsu competitor so he had a lot he had, he had a lot of jiu-jitsu behind him um but this was more striking and you know that mm. was kind of what i what i grew up grew up watching boxing so mm. um i didn't see much of him because we the, the way we trained was different um different times kept separated and stuff kept as well, separated right? as well so didn't see much of him knew i knew the size of him i knew like the, the shape up of him but his skill set or anything, I I had no idea. Um, so it was just more me visualizing myself, what I was gonna do as opposed to the things that he mm. he would do, you know. Um, but yeah. And well, oh, sorry, uh, cheers. Uh, what can you know? Like when you so a week and a half into the eight week course. Uh, you took the fight what was the kind of reaction like from family or friends when you were telling them after <laughs> you're going to this for about a week and a half it's like oh yeah I'm having a um, I'll be honest I didn't tell them for a while yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mother was she sure she she came to the fight walked in saw the cage walked straight back out she couldn't <laughs> she couldn't stay for it she couldn't she couldn't even fathom it like you know but um, the brother was my other young brother <laughs> he uh, shout out Steve <laughs> Big, the casual fan, biggest yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he loved it. I mean, he was there for the fight. He uh, thought I went podcast for a second. No, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he loved it. He loved the whole process of of watching it. Um, he was one of the factors that I was like, I cannot lose because mm. you can't have your younger brother watching his older brother get beat up yeah, in the cage. You know, so especially all these people are coming for you. You know that was I mean? that was the mentality that I had. It's not even. It's not just your day or ruining. It's yeah. It's theirs. You know? Yeah, yeah. Family, Do friends, everyone. When I knew I, I was taking the fight, I was like, "That's that's why we went 
100% in was I can't I literally cannot lose this fight um but all I, I put the pressure on myself I invited everyone to come watch it you know mm. probably you were there yeah <laughs> um and producer Dara big shout out Dara <laughs> she was there too annual leave <laughs> he's on another day off he's a great kid yeah um but yeah put the pressure on myself to to go out there and perform and, and luckily I did and in comparison to other sports, exhausting. Like it was a three threes, mm. but like I, I probably yeah. After like I remember afterwards, um, sitting sitting down getting checked medically, uh, and I was just I was exhausted, and I won the fight. So <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so I was like, imagine how anyone else would feel getting pounded on. You know, so it's like. And you won it fairly <coughs> comfortably as well. You were never really in danger, were you? Yeah. Well, looking back on it, yeah. But um, in there, yeah, yeah, in there, I I hadn't a clue when I went to the like I knew he got two counts in the because it, it was a K one fight mm. so he got two counts in the second round, um, and I still oh, didn't yeah, think right, I yeah. still didn't think I won the fight after it. But <laughs> yeah. now looking back and I was like, because he came out very strong first round he came out really really strong, um I remember he threw a head kick and I ducked under the head kick and that's the moment where I was like shocked into my yeah, life like, yeah. you're like right you're either getting knocked out or you're you're gonna have to put the pressure on him so started moving forward and throwing Superman punches <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah yeah it was the greatest feeling ever is getting the hand raised though, Did you especially when you don't know do you know between the rounds where you kind of would you like come to kind of like oh I'm in the middle of this or you just you're kind of locked just in focused. focused like you're just focused yeah um Literally, Graham was in my corner. Graham McCormick that time was in my corner, and he was just telling me little things to do. Um, you know, I switch stances a lot, so he was like, "When you switch the southpaw stance, the straight left is there all the time. He's not, he's not blocking the straight left. When you go back to orthodox, the the right body kick is there, and that was the one he got. He got the count with, with the first count was with the the right body, sh- the right body kick. Um, <coughs> so it was literally just just straight focus on what Graham was saying. Um. Didn't even hear anything outside the ring. Yeah. Didn't even know that the ref was calling the fight or was calling back into the next round. You know, until until they left. So you definitely took to the sport very quickly, like because even I know this was about a year after the fight again. But we moving around with you, small but sparring, like you were hitting me from shots that I, I didn't even know. Yeah, you were there. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, f- I completely fell all over it. Table. Yeah, like you know, I was there, and all of a sudden I was getting hit with a left hook. I was like, I didn't even know that yeah. I was within range. <laughs> so like, you use your range very well, and to be fair, like the sky's the limit for you in some ways. Like you know, what I mean, you can't fight it. Like in, in ways, but yeah. you gotta you gotta take it into perspective as well. Like you know, it's it's all about what you want to do. Like I threw myself in there with with actual fighters who were you know. Graham got me into wrestle with the with the actual fight team out in SBG. So I was I was I was putting myself in with them to make sure that I won. You know, so that's exactly. Yeah. It's it's all about like who who you surround yourself with in the sport. If you if you want to really 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 do well, you gotta you gotta fight the best. You gotta, you gotta yeah. fight the best in your gym mm. to do to do, to do well. And especially like as you were saying there, the fight was at one fifty five. Obviously, you've grown a bit since then, but you could probably get back to that like down there if you were fighting. If 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 I was fighting, and yeah. why are you six three? Yeah, uh, six two, six, six two. two. Yeah, it's it's a big man for fifty. Big man, yeah, it's yeah. Rangy. No, yeah, <laughs> long arms, but um, <laughs> yeah, I pr- I probably could get back down to it. Um, maybe fight a couple of fights at super skip the whiskey sours like last yeah, night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> no more whiskey sours, no. but um, yeah, I could see myself getting back down to that level. And I suppose just one question I'd have, have like, uh, what do you think is the best sport 
as a basis for going to MMA. I know like a lot of people, I think Teddy Atlas kind of says in America, basketball is the best sport for going to mm. level of athlete and endurance. I would have just assumed football because they're, because that's actually contact sport. Yeah. And obviously like in Ireland, we don't really have, we have basketball, but it's not a big sport. Mm. We don't really have American football at all. Mm. What would you think is the best grounding basis both globally and specifically in Ireland as well. When you're saying that too, do I you mean, mean like um, I mean like you know like what's for a person now that's maybe looking for a change of sport, what do you think is the best basis? Do you know what I mean? Okay, like but not like a traditional martial art. Not like traditional from martial art. Obviously, oh, yeah, yeah, boxing yeah. would be better. Do yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But from like a, I get what you're saying. Yeah, like go back to our own Gaelic football. Yeah, I mean it's physical. You got your hand-eye coordination. You got your different. You know, to kick the ball, you have to have substantial hand-eye coordination with your feet as well you know there's, there's a difference between and catching the ball GA and players the ball. all have massive legs massive com- legs compared to your, any other sport you're, you're at the contact you know you have the you know the, the nearly nearly the grabbing of the ball from around the back mm. you know it's the same as yeah. just grabbing someone around the, the waist for, for wrestling and stuff so if you go back to our own get a football um and then globally oh yeah i'd probably say the basketball the athleticism of basketball. Probably endurance. Endurance. Probably height. <laughs> yeah, height, range, all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, probably, you know, you're probably dead and right. basketball's basketball. also another sport where you have to be locked in every second of it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the flexibility of basketball players is ridiculous. Mm. That's one thing as well, like, with MMA, is the flexibility. Like, you see, you see, uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After work, I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you I'll see. Pack it. It in now. I, mean, <laughs> I mean, you see Eddie Eddie Bravo's grubber guard. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's that takes serious flexibility. Yeah, His brain very flexible as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But jujitsu, I mean, the flexibility that is required for that is just different yeah. level. Yeah, even there, something just to touch on you were saying about like Gaelic football, good background. I was watching um something with you know Connor Ben. The, the um, boxer mm-hmm. he was training with Darren Till last week and even Till was saying like that is boxing it would translate over but it's even MMA fighters different build they're kind of like solid the whole way through like strong legs back mm. arms with like takedowns and then the stands up as well whereas boxing you know it's kind of a lot skin, of shoulders very skinny legs boxing yeah, like, yeah. Know, but even AJ is still he's massive yeah, yeah. whereas in yeah you could say in Gaelic football in a way it's kind of you're kind of solid throughout kind of even enough distribution now, having said that, a boxer and a Gaelic footballer, oh, yeah, yeah. I still fancy the boxer. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But good physique-wise, yeah. you know. Yeah, but if you look at Cav, when, when Cav's looking at young prospects, the first thing he looks at is his ass. Yes. If, he has, <laughs> if, if, if he's got a big ass, big, he's got big, big glutes, being the <laughs> then, then he's, he has the, the foundations, you know. So. So yeah, so basically, we recommend anyone that thinking of going to MMA. Squats, so. Neve. Squats. <laughs> Don't leave her alone. Don't bring that back. <laughs> PTSD flashbacks. There, so. <laughs> uh, so, so would you recommend anyone to go into it? So that's looking for just to change their yeah. life physically yeah. and mentally. Yeah, even even if it's not MMA, jujitsu, some form of yeah, kickboxing. Like, you don't even have to. I don't even think watch the UFC like doing the sport. Mm. I feel like it's almost like a massive like jiu-jitsu separate if you like jiu-jitsu you don't necessarily like seeing two boys swing it out in the cage yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. there's so many different elements yeah I think there'll be a massive uptick in those kind of martial arts away from the traditional martial arts of karate and I think they should be done in schools Uh, yeah I think so primary schools it it does teach discipline like you know if you you, you go on a night out 
and people fighting and stuff. It's always people who have. It's very rare in people that actually can fight are match, fighting yeah. the night out because they yeah. don't have to unless they obviously have to defend themselves. You know? Yeah, yeah. Henry Gracie always says that you know, like you you train so you have it, but you train so you don't have to use it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know that like the first step that they teach is if someone appro in in self defense if someone approaches you just like look. Like I don't want this to happen, mm. and only use it if you have to. Because anyone out there who is one of those tough guys who had to start fights, just have a look at someone's ears. <laughs> <laughs> Let their cauliflower ears just say, "Look, yeah, uh, pick pick someone else." Better look next day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think I agree with you what you're saying. It should definitely, I think, be in schools. Mm. Something for in kids South Korea, they do discipline. I think it's great. They would be. Still, I think we're years off that in Ireland. Yeah. Yeah, but South South Korea, they do martial arts. I think it's twice a day. Um, I could be wrong with that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In 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 primary schools, like yeah. so. Now there's gonna be a lot of future world champions coming from there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of organisations that do it. To be fair, like Women's Warriors are great. Um, great way of doing it. Um, even like organisations out like Gamma, which has been kept going. Like McGregor actually fund that keep going. Yeah. So sometimes we like we're obviously big fans of McGregor here we do give him a hard time but you have to give him sometimes but you have to give him his dues as well fair play to him yeah that's massive and um, keeping SVG Port Harrington up, going, up yeah, and going you know, yeah. that's that's massive but like Gamma I think is an organisation that will pull Ireland in grace to come on forward in a way massively yeah like grassroots grassroots really, like, like mm. our grass level roots MMA is almost better than our grass well uh, almost is better than our grassroots soccer at the moment. Like yeah, you know yeah I mean? look at it, look at the up and coming fighters that uh, we have. You know, yeah, yeah. and it's all so self funded from the gyms itself. You know, yeah. that will be something that'll be very interesting to see how it plays out in years to come and how um and then how it will transcend into higher levels of MMA. And I heard they're looking for commentators and presenters, so you know, just <laughs> <laughs> casual fans available. You know? <laughs> Another thing with that IMAP is in Ireland has a lot of reps at that. Like I think I heard even Coach Cav saying, the kind of people starting MMA now. And the base level amateur standards compared to ten years ago in Ireland is crazy. There, there's more like emphasis on an amateur M- MMA these days, and I feel like the next step is obviously to get into the Olympics, which would be massive. Yeah, because like you know, boxers. We, you see all the big boxers. Like a lot of them had extensive amateur careers. Usyk, Olympic gold medalist. Joshua. Uh, Joshua, Olympic gold medalist. Fury had a big amateur career. Never actually went to the Olympics with all that politics, but whatever. He started a big amateur career. Um, even boys like Luke Campbell, Katie Taylor. We need that in MMA, I think. To Our own Mickey Callan. Exactly, Mike. Um, even lesser standard Paddy Barnes. You know, all these mm. fighters, all a big amateur career. L- Lomachenko. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The one thing that you'd be worried about is that it creates the divide between amateur and pro. So the way the boxing does. So the Olympic yeah. points. Oh, yeah, yeah I, did, I think there needs to be the unified rules. I think it needs to be applied. In, in yeah. a, like, in a way, so, yes. But you can see where they're coming from. It's just... I just don't want MMA to be tainted in that mm. same. Amateur MMA is a squad similar to MMA yeah. currently, isn't it? There's a few, yeah, s- like a few differences, but yeah. But like, it's not like the same. Like, obviously, amateur boxing is literally a different sport to professional yeah, boxing. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so you have to you have to avoid that. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. So I guess um, that's pretty much what we're saying about, of course, MMA fights. Now, as we have Tony on. Um, we might actually pick his brain and what he thinks about the current MMA landscape and the upcoming fights and stuff and talk with us about it because we get someone who knows a bit more about than us. Yep. About maybe a casual a competitor, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk, you know, our opinions. At least Tony can put some practical application to what we're saying. So I guess one month today, 
mentioned a minute ago, McGregor returns against Dustin Poirier in all four. How do you see that going down? Um, pretty, pretty similar to the first fight, um, in the result, but I think you got a, you got a much more matured Dustin Poirier there standing in front of McGregor. Um, I think McGregor has a lot more power now, being up a weight and being a lot more stocky than he was before. So mm. the end result is going to stay the same, but. And he's sitting down his punches now because he's, he's training back boxing, with the Crumlin yeah, people. Yeah. training with, with Crumlin. Um, so I still, I think Dustin weathers the storm in, in round one and then McGregor puts him away in, in early round two. Do you think there's any possibility of uh, Poirier winning? Like, Do you think there's of a course. shot? Like this? Of course. It's, a, it's an MMA fight. Yeah, you yeah. Know, at the end of the day, anything can happen. Like, yeah. you know, you could catch him with one shot and... It would it would it would rock him because you know we haven't seen McGregor's chin tested all that much bar the Diaz fights. Um, it's just the way he takes shots as well, isn't he? He he can kind of moves with them because because of his probably superior level striking in the UFC. He very rarely gets caught clean, doesn't he? Very rarely. And Pari does have very good good boxing base. Probably one of the only people to catch him really clean was Khabib. Yeah, that was a winging shot as well. That was an unsuccessful. He didn't like see it coming. No. He didn't. He didn't see it coming, but he recovered really, really yeah. well from it. Khabib powered underrated as well. I remember early on his career, he was sending people flying just because he looks so. His techniques tec- awkward. His he techniques he was just wild, but it works yeah. for him. Like and he's so like stocky. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. so solid. Yeah. Do you think who who would you give the advantage to if it goes to the ground? And do you think it will go to the ground at all? I d- I don't think it will. Um, I think it's closer than people think on the floor. I think so. Yeah, I I would agree there, but I don't think I think McGregor's takedown defense is, is too good to go there. Uh, I think the only person, the only way that I see it going to the floor is that if he catches McGregor and he shoots like the Diaz fight, um, or Poirier is panicking and he shoots, but I don't. So I think I, 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 I think I think Dustin likes a fight. You know what I mean? He likes. He like he like yeah the Dan Hooker kind of yeah like he is a shooting black like. belt, isn't he? Yeah. But like he does like a fight. I know. I just said I'm going. I, I'm going to agree with you with the result and method, but disagree with you about like you said that Poirier is going to weather the storm. Mm. I think uh, I don't think McGregor's going to come out like that. Um, I think, bar the exception of Cerrone fight where he did kind of, I won't say rush his work but start fast because. That's where Cerrone has shown weakness in the past. I think he's a lot more like composed than he was before because he's aware of his limitations of his gas tank. Mm. And he's aware of that, you know, it can he can get tired. So I, I think he's like a very similar to Eddie Alvarez fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think you know where he kinda just tips the weight, you know, composed, yeah. doesn't rush it. And probably second round again. And I think as we said in our other podcast, I think the X factor here is that he's a southpaw because if you look back at Poirier's record, Yes, he is good boxing, but he does struggle against southpaws. You know, his two ones, last two KOs was McGregor and Michael Johnson. You know, and that's a heavy KO against Michael Johnson. Yeah. I think the X factor would be there. So that's pretty much what I say about that fight. Do you, do you think it would? Um, do you think there's any possibility it goes to five rounds? Do you think McGregor be pacing himself for a kind of five round fight? I can't see it. I can't either yeah, way. I can't, I can't see it. Going I can't picture it going that long. I, c- no. I can't imagine what a Poirier and McGregor fight would look like in the fourth round. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Just, it just doesn't. I yeah. won't be able I'd to love to see it. I love. I'd love to see a, a good scrap like that. But McGregor's just looking so big, lads. He's yeah, he's mm-hmm. looking in some shape. He's looking massive. His back is looking thick. <laughs> I I love to say this, um, <laughs> that quote, but I think it's going one of those fights that's so obvious in the hind- in hindsight. 
like if McGregor runs through him, of course he's going to run through him. Yeah. Before, yeah. Yeah. Figure yeah. Or and then yeah. if Poirier beats him, it's like, oh yeah, of course, Sean McGregor's won fighting four years, you know, yeah. he's getting older, he's off the yeah. game. I think one of those things, it always happens though, but some fights are so obvious in hindsight. That's going to be one of those, I think, either way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's MMA. You know, yeah. before every fight, you're like, oh, you could go either way because one, like, you look back at everyone's who's fighting his highlights. They've all, they've all landed clean and caught someone and, but you know anything can happen on the night yeah, that's the difference between MMA and boxing usually it's the jeopardy in MMA mm-hmm. there's very few fights where you're like I know what's going to happen here yeah. maybe Hamzat and Mearshaft is the only one <laughs> <laughs> but like there's very few fights you can say oh there's 100% this is what's going to happen whereas in boxing it's like oh yeah, mm. yeah. speaking of boxing though I want to get on to boxing now <laughs> like that yeah, we, we can go to segue into boxing. Maybe just before that, another fight that's on that week is uh, Hamzat. Is Dave's driving the train for that. Hamzat yeah. against Leon Edwards. How do you see that going? I fancy Leon for it. Um, I'm derailing the train, Dave's train. <laughs> but simply because the fact... We, 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 we ha- jumping into the train. Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen enough of Hamzat. I can't... Def- def- like We've seen his power. Yeah, he's got serious, serious power. but And that's why you haven't seen enough of him. <laughs> true, very true. But Leon, what is he undefeated in? Nine? Nine fights. Nine straight. fights in a row. Yeah. That's, like, he's getting, he's seriously overlooked by the UFC, I feel. Yeah. Um, oh, massively, yeah. I'm overlooking him as well, but he is massively overlooked. Yeah, yeah. His last loss was Usman, who's the yeah. champ, like, years ago. Years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I think, the, now, COVID will... His, his how he's recovered from COVID will play a huge fight or factor in it. Um, he just played six as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, we, you were saying he lost yeah, ten pounds. Yeah, lost close to ten pounds. Yeah, yeah he'll have no problem making weight. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like it would all depend on his recovery. Do you think uh, Edwards finishes him? No, I think I think it's it's gonna go the distance. I'd say. I I think this fight. I I love a hype train. I really do. <laughs> Um. Obviously, Edwards' achievements can't be taken away from him. Like he really is an elite fighter, and he's not given the platform or this. And I think it could massively be a reality check for Hamza. But I just, I just think, imagine if Hamza goes in and just runs through. Do him. Do you think he's at the level of world champion though? Hamza. Yeah. It's very hard to tell. I hope so. He's only had nine fights. I hope yeah. so. He's terrifying though. He is terrifying. He's like, so I, I really hope he is because it like. If he's the standard that people are thinking he is, he's gonna be the goat. Like, you're not gonna yeah. Be. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah, I'd like I've, I've heard people talk him up majorly, but Gustafsson talks him up again. Like, yeah. big time. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't seen enough of him to yeah, like. But you can yeah. only be who's in front of you as well. Like, you know what I mean? True. Yeah. Very That's true. why this t- this fight you have to give him credit as well. Who takes a fight with Leon Edwards in their third UFC fight? Yeah, yeah. He's um, not. He's definitely not afraid of anyone. No. Could <laughs> you imagine Some the scene? That's why I'm on the train now. If Hamzat goes in and just runs through him in a minute. Then we're saying this, like then Usman's like, oh yeah. no, like I'll buy, I'll buy a ticket for the train then. You yeah, know? <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone's hopping on then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if he if he loses to Edwards, let's say if it goes decision three two Edwards, you know that's that's, that's, that's no that's, that's like no, a good like, look for him. Like, yeah, yeah, you know? it is. But yeah. I want I I want I that's want to be driving this train. Like I want I want him to go in and run through him. No mm. disrespect to Edwards, but I, I just I just want him I want him to be that good. You know what I mean? I think. When so every now and again someone comes along in a sport, especially the sport so, so early new. as new as MMA, where he just raises the bar again, and yeah. I think he's the guy that comes in and just raises the bar. I think McGregor had a small bit when he came into the UFC. Figures wise, 
yeah, figures wise, but I think it's striking at the time for featherweight mm. because I think about who was striking a featherweight with near him really. Before yeah. they came in, Brimage was just coming at him with his head out far. Yeah, yeah. And now, but people like are at that standard now. What I'm saying is, I think the Hamza come in now and he's raising the bar again mm. if he's as good as I think he is. Yeah, that's what I say with that. Like. Who does he get afterwards though? If he beats Edwards, he's fighting for the fight. No way. This early. If he beats Edwards ranked uh, two or three. Tell, tell Burns go home. You know. <laughs> back your bags. <laughs> well, maybe. Because I think that's. Prelims. Because that fight's maybe, I think, meant to be in February. So Usman could fight one more then. But Hamzat's next fight, if he wins, will be the belt in the summer. Well, he might just do a, a filler fight at middleweight against some poor soul. You know, just like. <laughs> Darren Bill. I think middleweight might be too much for him. Yeah, I, I know he's small enough. Killers at middleweight. For middleweight. Yeah, Speaking yeah, for of middleweight, middleweight, why doesn't Pablo Costa just go to light heavyweight? He the one. He would have won the belt there. Now with Jones. I know. Yeah. Mm, got off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the casual fan. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, th- yeah. I think he wants. He wants that win over Adesanya though. Be yeah, but like, you know what? He's <laughs> cu- like he's cutting massive weight, and. Really, there's a much easier division right up above him. Did you hear yeah. what he was saying? He was saying there um, a couple of weeks after, you know, he wasn't happy about the way it ended, what Alessandro <laughs> did to him after. And he, he was like doing an Instagram live video and he was shouting into the phone, he's like, sign the contract, sign the contract. And Dana's like, there's, there's no, yeah, there's exactly. no, no one saying the That was a massive one where he, he just showed up on the night and he didn't perform. He, I think, I, I don't think that's the case at all. I just think Alessandro's way better than him really way better than him mm. I think he came in emotional alright but it, it was it was some performance by Adesanya yeah no not not to take away from from Izzy's performance it was it was class but I just think Paolo didn't show up on the day like um, do you think in a rematch it could look different like I think it's a rinse repeat every time they fight I think it could I, th- I, th- I think if yeah if if the cost that I showed up against Romero mm. came in I think it's a different story then, because yeah. he didn't he didn't panic when he was hit. Mm. I, th- I think that every time Izzy touched him, he was panicking. Yeah, I think that happens a lot with Izzy because people are aware of his pedigree. I think Derek Brunson. He's so fast though for a middleweight. Yeah, he's so fast. He's so precise as well. Yeah, and his missed. striking is just different. He, different it's not like he's throwing a hundred strikes around, but when he around, but when he does, like you know, they're all. To yeah. set up the next one, there's always meaning in him. He's not just doing it for the sake of yeah, it. Like. Yeah, yeah. If there was to be a rematch, though, I think Costa needs to get a couple of wins to, before he fights another one. Yeah, I think so. Because you can't justify a rematch after that. Oh, performance no way. Really. Yeah, yeah. yeah not, not, not straight away. Yeah. Costa Till would be a good fight. Costa Till would be a awesome be great fight. fight. Yeah. I want to see in the future Till Adesanya. That, that, the, the meme war. <laughs> 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 the meme belt on the line. Yeah. And I think Till matches up well with Adesanya, to be honest. Yeah, the, like that's the thing again with MMA is styles make matches. So yeah. I mean that that's like that is not going to the floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ne- never in a million years that going to the floor. Don't even so, train jiu-jitsu for that fight. No. Just, just stick on the stick on the boxing gloves and the shin pads <laughs> and, yeah. and go at it. But um, yeah, that that would be extreme. I feel robbed if that went to the floor. <laughs> yeah, robbed massively. Yeah. If you had paper money submission. Although sometimes though people cancel each other out, don't they? Like. Yeah, like you'd, you'd see it more with wrestlers like yeah. say Usman yeah, yeah. Covington Baldy. yeah they're two Maya wrestlers Moya Askren yeah Stan Askren's fighting Jake Paul or something I don't uh, fancy him I don't fancy him either 
definitely not. <laughs> I was kind of sad. Say, like I saw Askren had a thing up. He's like, I'm an Olympian caliber athlete. Represents my country at the Olympics. He's won MMA belts in multiple organizations. Fought in the UFC. It's like, I think he's a big underdog. <laughs> I wouldn't say the big. He's not fighting Ken Ellen now either. No. <laughs> but I, I don't care. You're not gonna watch it. Pa- pa- apparently, uh, uh, Jake wants uh, Askren Glenn Danis. Was he fighting? Jake out? Was he calling grapplers out for boxing yeah, fights? Yeah, he knows what he's doing. You say, "I call out McGregor because he knows he's not getting that fight." That's just a publicity stunt. Yeah. Did you want to say about boxing? Bit? Yeah, I went to boxing basically because it's topical at the moment with AJ getting the week, the win, a week and a half ago now maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, AJ Fury, how does it go? And are you coming with us? In <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely be there with you. Um, I think Fury's too good. Like AJ's performance there was was clinical. He finished him really, really well. Um. Thought he could have finished him when he knocked him down. Was the sixth, third round, was it? The third was it? Third I thought he had his confidence back. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was back. It looked like the the second Andy Ruiz fight. It looked like he was afraid to get hit. Mm-hmm. So he I think he the, didn't the trust his chin. Some of the demons are still there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought he looked kind of. I thought he looked like he'd kind of gotten over it now. The he last did, day. but fourth, fifth, sixth, the demons are still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he finished him beautifully. Um, but I just think Fury's a different level. His movement, his. His box, he, he like the difference is Fury was bred into block into boxing, as in he's been boxing since he was. Someone, someone's been watching episode three. <laughs> <laughs> he's been boxing since he was walking. walking yeah, so, yeah. Um, that that'll come out like. Yeah, but uh, do you think AJ has a shot? Like, of course. Yeah, of course. That like, that, that, that power, how, like, how are we look? Is it going to be a complete blowout? I I think if they fought ten times, Fury would win seven or eight times. Mm. Fury's not knocking him out. I don't think. I disagree. I don't I think, think Fury's knocking him out. Do, uh, do I tell you why I think he does? Now, I think you're right. There's a very good possibility Fury comes out and just jabs him for 12 rounds. Yeah. yeah. Like he did to Klitschko. Fury will decide on the day what he'll do. That's the thing. Why <laughs> I think he can knock him out is, do you know, the gay has had some cardio issues in the past mm. when he takes rounds off. I think in the pool I fight as well after the big um, blowout in round three where he knocked him down had him hurt. He kind of took four or five off yeah, or maybe six. Yeah. You can't take rounds off against no, the Gypsy King. Definitely not. You're getting hit from every angle. And Fury rises to the show as well. He likes to put on a show. He makes you miss. That's the he thing. And AJ miss, doesn't yeah. really miss when he's normally fighting. And when you miss as well, you probably know yourself. It just demoralizes yeah. yeah. It's like your, <laughs> your energy bar goes down to zero. Yeah, you're like, you're like I, can't, I can't hit this guy. And and he's this, yeah. he's so sudden, light in his feet for a heavyweight. It's just... He's like a welterweight. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, you're out of gas. Your lactic acid is building up, and it's a six foot nine gypsy going everywhere, just punching you Bouncing at, around you, at yeah. will. Yeah, so yeah, I think I think he's I, I think he can stop him late, but I think it, it I think <laughs> it could be a snooze fest, and Fury wins twelve nil. I don't think Fury stops him late. I don't think it'll be a snooze fest. I don't think so. It'll be it'll be entertaining fight, but it goes twelve. It won't be, no, it's not going to be twelve. Smack of the head off each other. Yeah, yeah, back. yeah, I think it will be entertaining. Yeah, though. like the Klitschko fight was beautiful in terms of ability. Was a boring fight like mm. Fury Klitschko. Yeah, I think this this is the fight. I think Fury is a historian of boxing as well. He is. He's a, gone down the record. He's a historian books, of yeah. boxing. This is our Ali Frazier. It's our Lewis Tyson, Definitely. Holyfield Definitely. Tyson, Ali Foreman. This is our generation's that, and I think Fury knows that. 
this one's for history books. He's going to want to make it entertaining. I think he comes out like he did against Wilder too and puts it on him. Really? Yeah. And that's a dangerous game against AJ because uh, while he doesn't have the same one-punch power that Wilder does, he definitely has He's the ability hitter, to set up the punches a lot better yeah. than Wilder does. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the one, look, like the one thing that, that AJ has to do is, is fight on the inside with, with Fiori. And he's very good at doing that. I mean, the you uppercuts. saw you saw yeah. the uppercuts. What was it? Three in a, three uppercuts in a row against he's Pulev. He's brought that out before yeah, too. Yeah, and actually knocked out Dylan White with and yeah. Klitschko. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, they sparred so. before AJ and um, years ago. Yeah, about nine, ten years see, ago. Bro. See, oh, yeah, Fela Kugin put out a clip oh, yesterday. This morning. And then like no. he called. See, the, see that? To no. be no. continued. To be continued. They were talking about it, and then he goes. Age was like, oh, I'm not going to talk about the sparring, but my coach will. And he called him over and to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> so fair play, Coogan. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was yeah. Like, Come on. <laughs> I think um, it sounds like it was a bit of a 50-50, though. I was getting that vibe. Oh, well, Fury talked about it years ago. He said mm. he spared some amateur, Anthony Joshua. He's going to be one for the future. That's what he said. He said the first two rounds, that he said Joshua picking apart, dead him up for two rounds. And then Fury goes, oh, I better start going here and apparently hit, hit him a few body shots and kind of let him know yeah, yeah. who he was yeah. and he kind of controlled from there but he said AJ was one for the future like yeah well I think if you're different for Fury now though yeah, than before oh. yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely like like something so special about Fury as well isn't there yeah, yeah. it's the thing that I go back to like as in he's refocused boxing has got him refocused into like that's his life mm-hmm. and he, he's, he's realised that now so yeah he's, he's 100% in and and I feel like as well, like Fury is so happy when he's boxing. Right? I think sometimes AJ is just his job. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. AJ kind of. At times it looks like he doesn't want to be there. Like he's, he's, I think he's tense on fight week, and he's like, like you know, whereas in Fury thrives on it. Mm. It's one of those rare fights as well. I feel like there's no bad guy. Like, like I mean, I'm big yeah, fan yeah, of both. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope it's in it's in Wembley as well. I hope two UK fighters. Of course, fight they can't they can't put it anywhere. Oh, that's the interview yesterday. Money yeah. in the interview yesterday. Like Coogan was saying, he said AJ, is it fair to say that he probably won't be in the UK? No and way. Kind of went. Oh, I don't care. Ah, go away. So I think it could be like because I think the Saudis might put up a hundred million each for him. Yeah. Casual fan after Saudi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going <It's> business trip. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't care where it is. It could be on. The back ass of <laughs> the middle of the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. I'm going <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a boat. <laughs> uh, I think Eddie was saying they're trying to get you know one fight in Wembley or in the UK and then one in Saudi. But he said you know it could very well happen two international fights. You know the, mo- the money talks. That would be robbery. It would be. It would be, it would be, be robbery. Uh, if it happened in the US, or that's where I draw the line. That's where you just can't justify it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can justify Saudi either. But at least you can say, okay. That's why they're doing it. Like, why would they do it in the US? Yeah, in Vegas or something. I just hypothetically, I'm rocking myself up over. Yeah. So, yeah. Is that pretty much all we have for today? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's so, um, Massive thanks, Tony, for um, Thank coming you for on. Me on. Uh, you're fir- our first guest, and we're going to lockdown tomorrow. So, probably our last guest for a while. So, enjoy, everybody. <laughs> Back to the two guys <laughs> talking for. Oh, sorry. Curse day for the first time. As <laughs> <laughs> producer, you're working overtime. Um, thank you very much. And Shane, do you want to give the outro? Then? Yeah, I just may, may or may not get a casual fan exclusive. Will we be seeing Tony Keating back in the cage at uh, some point? Yeah, 2021.
2021? Yeah. I've, I've 2020 vision for 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plan to get back competing in 2021. Nice. Jiu-Jitsu, MMA, kind of... All of the above. Ooh. <laughs> All the belts. We'll have to get him <laughs> back on again, so... <laughs> episode two. But, uh, yeah, cheers for coming on, Tony. Uh, this podcast will be on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. You can, as we were saying earlier, to make sure to subscribe to us. It's at the casual fan underscore pod on Instagram. And uh, we'll be doing a few polls there about things you'd like to see us do in the new year as well. And we are also on Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash the casual fan. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 